Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Hi, welcome back. This is Niket Karaski from Eternal Elements, brought to you by Tess Online. We are talking about international business. And I spoke about World Trade Organization and the global cooperation and a whole lot of bilateral agreements. And then obviously the core being that the dispute resolution that started taking shape with differentiated GATT from WTO. We've got services, we've got IP, and we've got trade in goods happening all over the world. This led to the phenomena of economic integration. And in this podcast, I'm going to talk about major types of economic integration that the world has seen. So what happens when nations come together? What happens when they start working on agreements? Well, a lot of times, these agreements may not be multilateral agreements. These agreements would happen between the regional countries because in the regional countries, they have proximity, which is a geographical proximity, and they could have common cultures too. There are various types of economic integrations that can happen, and I'm going to discuss these various types of economic integrations in this podcast. The first one I'd like to talk about is the freed trade area. The free trade area is also called as the FTA as an acronym. In an FTA, there are no internal tariffs between the countries. External tariffs are decided by each member country to the countries which are outside of the free trade area. So, let's say there is a regional integration of free trade area that happens. That means countries which are neighboring countries come together and form a free trade area. Between these countries, when the trade is happening, there is no tariff. However, when these countries deal with any other country outside of the free trade area, they are free to choose what tariffs they want to apply. Normally, after the free trade area, we look at the conversation on customs union. Not all FTAs have moved into customs union. But what is a customs union? Customs union is there are no internal tariffs like an FTA. But they have a common external tariff, which means in a customs union, these nations which come together, they decide a common tariff that must get applied to countries which are not a part of this agreement. Therefore, Customs Union is a lot more integrated in its own way because here the countries are coming together and deciding the tariffs for outside nations and therefore it can become difficult for nations to do business with these countries because these are common tariffs that are being applied. But then there is a problem also. These countries which have formed the Customs Union, earlier they had tariffs which they could decide on but now they can no longer decide on the tariff. So sometimes they may be dealing with a country where the tariffs are low but now that they are a part of the customs union they may have to raise tariffs in line with the decision of the customs union things may get expensive because of that for people of course customs union normally moves to common market and the common market is no internal tariffs it also ensures that it's a common external tariff but what adds on to it is there is a free mobility of factors of production 
That means within these integrations, within these countries, capital, technology and people can freely move. This can lead to problems of massive level of immigration and migrants that can take into consideration as to the movement from one country to the other country. People normally move to more prosperous countries and because now there is no ambition, there becomes a problem for a lot of countries. With the common markets, which are customs unions plus free factor mobility, we move into the next phase, which is called the economic union. In an economic union, there is a central bank, there is a common currency and there are common economic policies. While that can lead to political union, which is a political integration, where there is a common parliament and loss of sovereignty, not many countries have really toyed with the idea of moving into political union. The European Union is a mature form of regional integration. European Union started off as a European economic community, which was a kind of a free trade agreement. From there on, it moved to European economic community, moved on to European community. And then what happened? with the European community was that it actually became a kind of uh, customs union and a common market. And then it meant to become the EU or the European Union, which is a free trade area between the countries which are part of the EU. There are common external tariffs, factors of mobility exist, and there's a common currency and a central bank. There's also an EU commission which provides the political leadership and drafts laws. There's also EU council, which is the heads of the states. They come in and uh, make the decisions. And you also have an EU parliament, which determines the budget and the executive decisions. And you also have the European Court of Justice, which does the interpretation and application of the EU treaties. I think European Union is one of the mature forms of regional integration that has taken place. But why is this important to business people? Why is this important to international managers? Because when you study these regional integrations, you can decide where to produce. You can decide where to import from. You can decide where to export. You can also decide the nature of the investment. And you can also decide based on the different economies of these unions as to where you would like to balance your business to achieve the economies of scale. Because each nation will have its own population, each nation will have its own growth pattern, each nation will have its own strengths as well as weaknesses. And that's the advantage for international business managers to really study these regional integrations. NAFTA is a free trade area which is one of the most successful free trade areas. It includes Canada, United States and Mexico and came into effect on January 1, 1994. It involves free trade in goods, services and investments. And it's one of the largest trading blocks for sure. You also have a lot of integration that has happened in the Americas. In the Americas, you have the CARICOM. In Americas, you have a whole lot of other uh, integrations happening. For instance, Mercosur, it's a major trade group in South America. You also have the Andean community. You also have the Pacific Alliance. The Andean community is one of the original regional economic groups, but it's not been so successful. There's also a lot of regional economic integration that has happened in Asia. ASEAN is a free trade area and it's quite a successful trade agreement amongst countries in Southeast Asia. You also have a lot of economic integration happening in Africa. 
A lot of nations in Africa have actually come together. You have the Southern African Development Community. You have the common market for Eastern and Southern Africa. You have the economic community of West African states and you have the East African community. So there's a lot of integration that has happened there too. One must study these integrations. When you study these integrations, you can devise your business policies because they lead to certain benefits for sure. These integrations also result in certain dynamics in business that we're going to study in our next podcast. There are definite effects of integration. There is a static effect and there's a dynamic effect of integration. And that's what we will study in our next podcast. Thank you very much. This is Nikit Karazgi signing off from this podcast. And I shall talk about the effects of the economic or the regional integration in the next podcast. Thank you. I'll see you there. Thank you for being engaged with my podcast. See you soon.